Welcome to On The Way, where we walk through scripture in episodes that are short enough that you can listen to them on the way to your destination and deep enough to help you on the way to becoming who God created you to be. We are being sanctified. We've not yet reached perfection. We are not yet in heaven, but we are on the way. Welcome to episode 28 of On The Way. This is the eighth episode in the book of Luke, and today we're going to go through the second half of Luke chapter 7 and the first half of Luke chapter 8. Luke 7.36 begins the story of a sinful woman who anoints Jesus' feet with oil, and this story is actually one of the only 11 stories that are included in all four of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So it must be a pretty big event. It goes like this, Luke 7.36. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him, so Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from the city heard he was eating there, she brought an alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. It's very hard to catch everything that just happened in that story, so let's review. Normally, when you are invited to someone's house for dinner, you do it because you like the person. That's not the case here. The Pharisee is a religious thug. He's trying to trap Jesus. But surprisingly, well, not surprisingly if you know Jesus, Jesus goes to his house anyway. We're not very good at this, right? We separate ourselves from people we disagree with. Jesus ran to them. Jesus truly loved his enemies, even prostitutes. It's pretty widely accepted that this woman, a.k.a. Lazarus's sister Mary, we think, uh, was a prostitute. Apparently, this woman was wealthy if she had such an expensive bottle of perfume, and that would have square with the idea of her being a prostitute. That was quite a lucrative profession in Jesus' day. And as a wealthy prostitute, she would, she would need to smell good for her customers, right? And what was Mary doing? She was crying, What about? I'm guessing it wasn't because she was having a bad hair day. No, she's repenting in this moment. She's recognizing who Jesus is, recognizing her sin, and she's repenting. This is one of those stories where we say, ah, how sweet, what a beautiful moment, and then we move on. But don't ignore the tension here, right? This is a dirty story. This prostitute is washing Jesus's poop-covered feet with her hair and her tears, and she's kissing his feet, right in front of a religious leader who's trying to look for a way to discredit Jesus. This Pharisee is grilling Jesus. They're in the middle of a conversation, and this prostitute is kissing Jesus' feet. At what point did the Pharisee quit trying to ignore this lady and like, okay, enough, what's happening? Then the Pharisee said, Luke 7, 39, if this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Jesus, you're not very good at pretending to be a prophet because no prophet would be caught dead in the same room as a prostitute. He's still trying to prove that Jesus isn't who he says he is. And this is awesome, right? Catch this. Luke 7:40 says, "Then Jesus answered his thoughts." That's what it says. Wait, what? Do you know what it's called when you answer someone's thought? It's called a prophecy. Jesus is throwing down on the Pharisee. You doubt that I'm a prophet. You doubt that I know what's going on here. Jesus answers his thoughts. 
Then Jesus tells the Pharisee, Simon, a story about two people who had debts forgiven. One had a big debt, one had a small debt, both debts were forgiven. Then he asked the Pharisee, which of the two people were more thankful? Then, G- then Jesus says something that doesn't translate well into English in Luke 7:44. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet. Now, in those days, hosting a dinner was an art form. When we eat with friends, we usually go out to a restaurant. We have something similar. We don't realize it, but we have a ceremony for how meals are served at restaurants. Restaurants are hospitality experts. The table is set a certain way. The music is playing in the background. The mood is set. The menu is prepared. The server is polite and prepared. The cooks are in the back waiting for you to place your order. So we do drinks first, then food, then refills dessert, to-go box, get your check, leave a tip. Our dinners have ceremonies, routines. And in Jesus's day, they had these too. And people took pride in their ability to host well. And the first step in hosting would have been to provide a way for people to wash their feet. People in those days wore sandals and their roads weren't paved. They were donkey poop covered roads everywhere. Everyone's feet were disgusting. So just like we take our shoes off when we go into someone's house, they washed their feet when they entered someone's house. Jesus says, Simon, you didn't even offer me something to wash my feet with. And when the woman noticed that, that Jesus' feet were still dirty, that the great rabbi who offers love to sinners had dirty feet, she went to work. And do you see how broken and humiliated and apologetic she was? She knows Jesus is a prophet. He knows what she's done. When we think about asking for forgiveness, we want to get it done as quick and clean as possible. We usually use that as a sign that we're not really sorry, right? If somebody's not really willing to confess everything, it's always easy to know if someone's truly repentant or not. If they're not giving you all the details in their conversation, they're not repentant. If they're trying to get it done with as few words and as quickly as possible, they're not repentant. Repentance is dirty business. It requires painful honesty, agonizing transparency. But here's the good news. When you realize you're not worthy of forgiveness, God offers it anyways. If he forgave the prostitute, he'll forgive you. But if you've read the version of the story in these other Gospels, you, you know that that's not the whole story. Everyone gets mad at the prostitute. Judas, the money guy, is furious. Why would you waste that valuable perfume? And here we see a foreshadowing of Judas's big flaw, right? He never really saw the value of Jesus. He never fully grasped just how important Jesus's ministry was. And we see a transition here in the way that Jesus starts talking about his mission. You'll see that he begins to point forward, to point to his death. We'll see more of that in chapter 9, where where we'll begin to see that Jesus' mission is about more than just healing people and teaching. It's actually about making a way for everyone to be forgiven just as Mary has been forgiven. And then the passage ends with this, Luke 7, 50. Jesus said to this woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace.
This prostitute is forgiven because she repents and believes in Jesus, and so can we. Okay, that gets us to the end of chapter 7. If you're doing the math, you've noticed by now that we're not going to make it all the way through the book of Luke by the end of this semester. We've got three more episodes in the season and 17 more chapters. So we'll do the first half of Luke this semester and the second half next semester. If you're getting together with a group to discuss this episode, we've included some discussion questions in the show notes. And if you have time, spend a few moments in prayer before your gathering. Ask God to use these passages to form you into the person he created you to be. Thank you for joining me for this episode of On the Way. Here are the discussion questions for this episode. Number one, do you ask guests to wash their feet when they enter your home? Why or why not? Number two, read Matthew 26, 13. Why do you think this sinful woman's story is included in all four gospels? Number three, Simon the Pharisee wanted to find a way to discredit Jesus. Have you ever felt attacked by someone who wanted you to fail? Number four, how did Jesus react when Simon attempted to trap him? Number five, Jesus allowed a prostitute to wash his feet. Then he said she was saved. Does that make you uncomfortable? <laughs>